You are listening to the Video First Podcast, presented by Digital22. The show is hosted by Paul Mortimer, the Head of Growth, and produced by Jonathan Scrivens, the Video Specialist at Digital22. Welcome to Video First, a Digital22 podcast and YouTube series about all things related to video in business and taking a video first approach so that you can transform your business. I'm Paul and this is John. How do? And obviously first thing to mention, where you've brought us today. We are in a brand new setting. It's a bit different to the office, isn't it? Just, yeah, there's a lot comfier. It, yeah, I mean, I can get used to these seats. Maybe we could take them upstairs with us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we are in... I might have to blank this out. I'm not sure yet. We're still waiting to... We're in the back. cinema. We're in the cinema. Um, I will put a little thank you, Everyman Cinemas, but we may have to blank that bit out. Um, but, uh, yeah, they are below our office. And they very, very kindly let us borrow their screen while it was vacant in the morning and um, as we're going to discuss there's over the last six months since we started our podcast there's been an explosion of internal podcasts and slowly but surely everyone's been one upping us mm. uh, the production values just got bigger and locations have got crazier so i thought you know what it's time that we <laughs> one up to yeah. everyone else <laughs> so uh, here we are we got our own cinema <laughs> so we've um We've been watching the opening graphics of them all and the graphic style of them all. And that's what can see... Where's the camera behind? That's Camera's what that there. We've got one up. there. We've got one down there. Um, what, picking up the screen as well? Yeah, that one should pick you up, pointing at the screen as well. So, yeah, we've got a range now. I don't know. The plan is now's a good time, actually. We can just... Yeah, we'll go from from the beginning as soon as, uh, as this clip loops back to the start. So, um, so you said we've got... A good range of podcasts. We've been podcasting for a few years at Digital 22. Uh, Inbound After Hours was the first one. We had a few guest interviews with Inbound Influencers. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's a big opportunity still for businesses to podcast, and that's why we're doing it. Yeah. And I guess one of the things you've picked up on is how it helps reach more people because we're doing different types of content. Yeah. It's a really good format for getting content out the door, essentially. Getting video content out the door. Absolutely. And it's it's not... The beauty of it is it's not time-consuming as such. Look at the one on screen. Yeah. It's it, a Google Meet. It's a Google Meet. And that's that's how they all started. I mean, like most people during lockdown, people started doing a lot of video conferencing, a lot of podcasts over webcam, whether that is Google Meet or Zoom or what, what have you. And, um, yeah, you and I, I think around about Christmas time, uh, were looking at this and thought... Well, we're a video-first company. Why aren't we doing more stuff like that? So we literally put our heads together like a few days before Christmas. And then I think the week after New Year, we jumped in the office and filmed our very first um, video-first podcast to talk Mm. about our plan and how we were going to lead by example and um, try and get more video content out the door on a regular basis. And um, as you'll see in front of us, um, that we now have... I think about seven or eight podcasts well, from different teams. Here's the first one, the original show, Inbound After Hours. Yeah. Um, we started that with four of us and one £100 blue Yeti mic uh, in a echo-filled room, which is cringe. I tell people now, if, if customers or new starters or whatever talk about podcasting 
I kind of keep it quiet that we've got all those old episodes <laughs> till, until the sound gets better. Uh, but yeah, then we set up the podcast studio that you see there on the content podcast and the PPC one. But I think that's the thing though, you, everyone needs to start somewhere and that's all a learning curve. Um, I it mean, worked, it, even though some of the sound was hit and miss, the audio was hit and miss. But people still Sometimes engage it worked, with it, exactly. which goes to show that you don't have to go large scale. Mm. I mean, today I am filming on roughly seven or eight cameras just to make a point that you can go big <laughs> and ridiculous. Is it getting ridiculous. to you, John, that the other podcasts have got more visuals? It is stuff going on than us. It is, yeah. I wanted, I wanted, like. I did um, wonder why you dragged us down here. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I felt like we needed to do something to to really blow the competition out the water. I mean, ironically, I'm the one that's producing and filming everyone else's <laughs> podcasts, but still, I was looking at them and thinking we can do better. It's like the uh, the builder who works on everyone else's houses. Yeah, and then spends twenty years like. Yeah, his, his house, own, his yeah. house is just a mess. Yep, half finished jobs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, half these cameras are probably not used for the edit, but uh, you know, I just thought we'd we'd, uh, we'd mix it up a bit. So um, the the other thing is um, giving them all their glory on the big screen. Yeah. One of which is the video will get stuck into later is one not by us but by Vidyard, the reconnection film. But yep. we'll come to that later. Um, yeah. So let's start talking about something new when you came up with this topic for this show. You talked about the all the different podcasts going out on SoundCloud and wherever else you get your podcasts. But they're all on YouTube as well and they've all got a video element. Yeah. So what effect has that had? So I think, I mean, again, this goes back to our discussion sort of around about December time where we obviously D22 had a YouTube channel and content went out, but it wasn't really focused on YouTube. It wasn't, it was sort of, because um, obviously we used HubSpot and Vidyard to host a lot of our videos and YouTube was sort of like, a, I think I'm right saying like an afterthought. It was just a place for other people to be able to, that aren't within the HubSpot platform or the Vidyard platform to be able to see our content. Um, but I think beyond that, there wasn't much engagement or thought behind it. So our thinking was, right, well, podcasts. Podcasts are a nice, easy way for people that aren't particularly comfortable on camera um, to just sort of sit and have a discussion. Um, we say, I'm not sure how many different departments we actually have within D22 off the top of my head. But um, it was a nice way for outsiders to get to know the content team, get to know the PPC team, get mm -hmm. to know the SEO team and like what their specialist skills are and what their roles are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was looking at some of the uh, the stats yesterday, I thought, before we come and film this. And I went to the last six months of YouTube. Um, and in that time, we've put out rough, I think, with the exception of one week, we've put out a podcast every single week from one department or another department. And in those six months, we've got over 41,000 impressions. So, in... YouTube's world, that essentially means that's people that are seeing our podcasts on their YouTube feed. Um, when so if someone, what's that one? Getting comfortable with criticism. If, if yep. somebody is searching for um, dealing with writing criticism as a writer, or, you know, something yep. like that. And this, is, this is popping up. This is yep. coming up sort of on the first page. This is something they're looking at, they're engaging with, they're thinking, oh, I'll put that in my save to watch later list or I'll give that a little listen now. So... Yeah, in the space of six months, 41,000 people that aren't familiar, that aren't within the uh, sort of D22 mm. sphere already have engaged with content that we're putting out. 
Uh, and I say the beauty of it is we've got all sorts going out the door from, yeah. you know, wildly different departments and skills. And I mean, personally, I'm learning so much. Like I'll be the first one to put my hands up and say, I know nothing about PPC or SEO or anything like that. So listening to these guys talk is a big eye opener for me. And I'm sure that's the same with a lot of our audience that we're now starting to bring in. 100%. Uh, and that was one of the things I was going to mention when you were talking of one of the other benefits of podcasting as a business as well is the internal benefits so when you mention people getting more comfortable on camera it's a great growth opportunity for people to do something that they've not dared do before or um push their own push themselves out of their comfort zone and also if you're going to go on camera it make you don't want to sound stupid so you do a bit of prep yeah you make sure it's a relevant topic and then that helps you in your day-to-day as well Mm -hmm. but it also helps the business as well because you know we've got a graphic designer and a writer here and a marketer talking about something they're doing that to make sure they're talking they're doing that research to make sure that what they're saying is right yeah it makes them better at their job that makes it more enjoyable for them more enjoyable for clients and just there's a big snowball effect isn't there absolutely yeah and i don't think Bilal mind me saying that you know he spent months preparing for his podcast that we just saw then and he was probably a bit nervous beforehand but he put in probably the most research and prep that I've seen any of the teams do. And then as soon as he started, I couldn't stop him. They were going for like 45, 50 minutes. um, And it was just like naturally flowing conversation. And yeah, and they perfected it, I think, for a first take podcast that did really well. Yeah, I mean, he's a natural. And I think he's my, I'll put it on camera. He's he's my favorite host. I've already put it on chat. (laughs) I think he's so engaging, isn't he? Um, That's a challenge to the other teams now. And there's... Like the SEO guys, they they've done one. I like I didn't see that one come in. Um, I didn't know they were starting it, and I I first saw it on shared on chat. I was like, look, we've published this. I was yeah. like, oh, brilliant. Um, and, and you dive in, and then you learn things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You learn things that, like you said, I don't work in the SEO team, but SEO, I need to know about SEO for my role, mm-hmm. and I need to stay up to date with it. And I, you get little nuggets out of maybe not this one. You not, don't listen to me. <laughs> the other, the other ones, uh, you learn all sorts uh, of little things that help you in your role as well. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and I say you're not going to get it perfect straight away. I mean, if, even from my point of view, um, the, just a clip before then, we we filmed a video first episode with two cameras, and I should have known better. We filmed next to a window, and uh, one camera was picking up one bit of light and one camera was picking up a totally different bit of sunshine. That was your first shoot after lockdown, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I, I was a bit rusty <laughs> and like the colours were just all over the place. Like we were, we were just like as if we were filming in different countries. Can but, excuse um, us on that one. Oh, no, so many excuses. But uh, but at the end of the day, it was content out the door. And because we put that out, I think then the projects team then said, hey, we filmed a podcast. Like, right, so it was projects who... Yeah, I didn't even say to, to them, do you guys want to film a podcast? They, uh, Tom messaged me and said, we're filming a podcast in 10 minutes. Tremendous. C- c- you got any tips for us? I was like, oh, no, you go for it. Just send me what, what you got and we'll edit it. Think of our... Outside of a marketing agency, think of other business use cases. Like, what other things do you think businesses could do in terms of podcasting? So, like, we're, we're a marketing agency primarily, a HubSpot partner, um, sales and marketing on HubSpot, and we've got a project team podcast. They like it, we like it. How, what's, I don't know, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm struggling to think of the question, but 
Do you know what I mean? What could a what could another business who isn't a market? It's easy for a marketing agency, yeah, to from the outside to do podcasts and create videos. Mm-hmm. What about say an IT company? In terms of how do they Pod- film it, or yeah, why what, should they uh, film it? Yeah, why and what why? should they could they podcast about? Well, I think this is the thing: is nowadays we're you know this digital world, there's there's a niche for everything, like anything you could think of. Mm. Someone will find it interesting. There's always going to be an audience. And you don't, again, you don't have to find, you don't have to dial it in straight away. You don't, your first episode doesn't have to be there. I think, like we've done, get your first episode out the door and then fine-tune it. But let's say an IT company, um, you might be using a certain piece of software within your company that's really streamlined the process for everyone or for maybe for your clients if you're external mm. IT or whatever. Um, to you, that might be, you might not yeah. think about it, but to an outside, you know, to someone that's sat at home that's starting their own business and they're trying to think, how do I make this thing on my computer better? And, and then you've put out a podcast talking about your IT software. They're going to watch that and think, oh, that, I didn't know that. I didn't mm. know that piece of software existed. Um, that you know, they'll find that information interesting, and then if you put a CTA on the end, for instance, they'll more than likely at least click on it and check you guys out. And um, so this, you know, with IT companies, that's sort of that would be my go-to. But I mean, any company could do it. I mean, if you're, I don't know, let's say yeah. you a garage. No, it's true. Yeah, you know, do a podcast about cars and how to fix them. Like, you know, YouTube loves car videos. I, I know I do, but. Uh, so there's always, no matter what you do, you could work in a coffee house, do, yeah, do a podcast al- about making coffees. There's always a niche. Um, it's it's f- it, if you offer help around a topic that you know about, yeah, there's going to be value there for somebody to pick up on. Yeah, and the the I suppose the the brutal thing about the internet is they will tell you if it's good or not, <laughs> <laughs> and and use that use that feedback. Um, if it's not getting engagement, you need to change it up. You need to do something different because people aren't paying attention. Um, if people are engaging but giving you negative comments, at least they're engaging. At least you know you're doing something right. You're getting some form of attention. So yeah, so you, you you're doing the right titles. You're talking about the right topics. Yeah. Um, and don't something with that is when you don't hear anything back, don't don't be disheartened. Is what I'd say. That's one learning from all these podcasts. That's a big challenge we've talked about a lot mm-hmm. um, with all these podcasts starting. Mm-hmm. Doing one is hard. Getting in a rhythm is harder. Absolutely, yeah. And your first episode, so let's take the explicit content guys here. Their first episode got the most views. I think in the first week it was something about 120 views on a YouTube video, which for a new video mm. is really, really good on YouTube. But then the second and third videos were getting around about the 70, 80 mark within the first week. Um, obviously, they yeah, grow beyond yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean they got any worse it's just that their first episode was like new um and then but the but now they're doing it consistently they'll get a continual audience and then that will eventually grow and that's the one that actually counts so that's i don't know if you well, we'll come back to your notes in a second but just one thing to mention before is sort of what another thing with podcasting is that we're not all going to be the what's it the joe rogan experience we're not trying to get millions of listeners here and you want that core engaged group because if somebody's listening or watching to the watching these videos they're invested yeah and that is so hard to achieve in this content saturated world but you've 
when you get somebody on the hook with helpful podcasts or interesting podcasts, it's a really invested audience. Yeah. And that's that's a really good point as well. Like you mentioned Joe Rogan there, probably the most famous podcast there is. He didn't start like to make a massive podcast. He started uh his podcasts were well most of them start because it's fun yeah it was him and his mates drinking whiskey smoking weed talking about the ufc in his basement i think and then it just grew because people found that entertaining like he didn't set out to be entertaining people just engage with that and i think that's what's important to take away is just because your first episode doesn't land or maybe third episode doesn't land is it's not that people it's uh, Maybe that one subject just wasn't right for people, but if you get the consistency, yeah. you'll get that audience. I mean, over, again, going back to the notes here, uh, in the last six months, for a combined across the podcast we've put out, we've had 160 hours of watch time, which the might in six months might not sound a lot, but is also very impressive, considering most people on YouTube will sort of click out after two, three minutes. Yeah. So collectively, 160 hours of engagement from an external audience. Um, and we wouldn't have had that had we not put these podcasts out. So I think that's that's important to, mm. to note there. Yeah, definitely. So what other observations have you got in terms of um, helping people produce or think up of a topic or get started? What, what, what would you say for people to, what's the main benefit from podcasting that people can take away and use that to inspire them to get started? I think it's definitely, if you're working in a, a company um, sort of an office environment for say like like we've got you know 50 odd staff um, and maybe you don't know what the person in the cubicle next to you does mm. it's so beneficial for I think for team bonding and for as, as we mentioned earlier getting to know what other people in the department do because you don't always you know you might have a sort of uh, a quick conversation you know just say by the water cooler mm. or um, you know, what have your lunch break about sort of small talk. But if the person next to you sat and put a, together an hour long podcast or whatever it might be about a topic they find really interesting or something that they are really passionate about, you're if you're watching that, of course, you're then going to go up to them and go, I watched your podcast. I learned so much. That's that's really great. And then that sort of inspires that natural conversation within the office and sort of it will definitely grow creative ideas. Um, I know I've definitely seen it. Um, again, we mentioned it earlier, Inbound Guys did a podcast, but then we started one, and then a Projects Team started one, and then uh, Sarah did hers, and then it just kept kept going and going because they were watching what everyone else was doing and thought, mm. oh, actually, that's not so daunting. We should give that a try. And then the next person watched that, yeah, we could, we could give that a try. So yeah. I think don't be don't be scared. And if you haven't done it, if the you know if this is something completely new to you in the office, um, you know, spearhead it. Be, be the leader like it yeah it's nerve-wracking everyone gets nervous like I've been doing this for years like I still watched the first episode we did it and I had so many critiques of my mm. own with the way that I was presenting or the way that I'd set up cameras or whatever it is so no you know no one's ever gonna nail it straight away but and that's and that's the beauty of the format for me um it can just be we've got a really glossy one on screen now but there's some of the other examples are just google meets that is an that is hundred percent acceptable and normal in the podcast world yeah and there are in the teens of millions in the uk alone of podcast listeners per week and it's growing still yeah and there's 60 million a week in the us alone i don't have stats for other countries but whatever your markets are 
podcast is on demand radio. People watch TV on demand on Netflix. Podcast is how they consume radio. Um, and they find topics that they like. And they, yeah, they might listen to an entertaining one, but they also will listen to helpful ones that help them uh, engage and grow in their career, in their business, in their as being a manager, whatever it is that you work in, there is an audience for it. Yeah. And just doing it, like you said, just getting it out there is the main thing. Yeah. Um, because it's such a forgiving format. This is this is we've got some rough notes of topics, but this is just mm-hmm. a conversation, and you have them every day. Yeah, that's it. So the external benefits are that all those all those little conversations that happen. Oh, I didn't know you were working on that. But if I manage clients and I can see that that helps my client, I find out about it. Me and you have built a good relationship because I've enjoyed your podcast. You feel good because I've complimented you about it. Oh, and by the way, John, I've shared it with Mr. Client mm-hmm. and we've uh, upped that contract or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, and that client will be like, oh, maybe we should do podcasts. Mm. Oh, maybe Digital 22 <laughs> can film those podcasts Yeah, so that's our, our, our setting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you're doing one about that, like you said, your example of that new software or whatever, um, or the IT service that you offer, then that's, yeah. the same thing applies. Yeah, I say it's not always... Um, in this day and age, it's not always the hard sell. You don't just need to put your product out there um, and try and push it on people. I say if you're just naturally talking about it in conversation, I think people find that more forgiving and more genuine. Um, if you're talking about, you know, we talk about Vidyard a lot um, because we genuinely do use it in-house. We generally, you know, give let our clients use it for their marketing strategies. Um, it's again it's not always it's not the hard sell we talk about it and people hear us talking about it and then people start engaging with that and checking out Vidyard yeah. and what they do and who they are and um so podcasting just to just to round up then as we come to the end um podcasting is an audio format but john your stats there show us if you quickly put a video with it and that can be as simple as a google meet or it can be a two camera setup like the one on screen then this is deliberately overkill. We're not suggesting yeah. this. For we podcasts. won't be doing this all the time because this uh, nearly killed me to set up. <laughs> but some simple graphics like this, you only need setting up once. So you got a bit of investment in your first show, but you, you're then good to go and just get in that rhythm. And give us our stats again just to finish. Yeah, so six months, we, get, we got over 41,000 impressions from non-subscribers to our channel. So people that weren't aware of Digital 22, at least now are aware of it in some form or another. And how long are the shows? Roughly half an hour? Half an hour to 45 minutes tends to be... So um, you've probably got, well, if I'm anything to go off, 10 minutes prep. (laughs) (laughs) No, you've probably got half an hour's prep, 40 minutes of filming, Yep. an hour or two editing and sharing. Yeah, yeah. And then, say, depending on where you're filming, you're setting up for an hour as well, maybe. But again... Or or not Google Meet. Yeah, if you're doing it over Google Meet, it's two minutes, log on, press record. And remember to press record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Um, so, yeah, you've got, what, a couple of hours investment per week. Yep. And then if you build that rhythm, the stats are there. It does pay off, so that's good. Yeah. And I think, as well, it, again, it's not the same person doing it every week. So, yes, we've put a few hours in this week, but next week the SEO team are putting in a few hours. So it's yeah. not the same department. So, again, everyone can spare one or two hours a week. And then before you know it, you've got you know yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. 30 podcasts yeah if you, if you aim to do say four different shows for argument's sake mm-hmm. it's only a couple of hours per month then because yeah. everybody does one a week 
and you can edit them. We'll put a list of tools together uh, for with the post, but you can edit them on loads of free software online. Uh, if you have uh, Adobe, you can use Audition, simple tools like that, or GarageBand on a Mac. There's yep. all sorts. DaVinci Resolve, that's a very, very good editing software yep. that's completely free. That's worth checking out. Yeah, and then it's free to put, post them up as well. So yep. yeah. YouTube doesn't right. cost you a penny. Exactly. Um, so all right, it's out there then. So yep. Cool. Get it out Anything there. else that you wanted to mention? No, I know we um, we only have this cinema for a very, very short amount of time. We're lucky <laughs> to get it, uh, so we've got to clear up and get out. I know that we, we had another topic to talk about. Yeah, so what the other topic was the other end of the scale. So podcasting there and filming them is a quick way to get weekly videos out that are super helpful, that are super repurposable, because you can turn them into blogs, you can turn them into emailable topics, you can do all sorts with them. The other end of the scale is the film that we're going to watch on the big screen, yep. which is Reconnection. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I think we're going to end the podcast. We're going to sit here and enjoy it and watch it. Um, do we give the audience a little bit of a teaser yeah, about what we're going to do in the next three, six months? Yeah, so... Well, you say. Go on. Well, okay, so Vidyard has put out quite a, an impressive mini documentary. What were they, about 12, 15 ten, minutes? Yeah, 10, ten to 12 minutes. Yeah, something like that. Um, really, really well produced, um, you know, and this is coming for a company that specialises in, you know, little bubble videos on your on your web camera. So for them to go from that to this full scale production, talking about their software, is um, kind of what we've been talking about here. Is how you can go from one end of the spectrum to the other. You can go from as little as a webcam uh, podcast, you Google Meet podcast, Google Meet podcast, all the way up to ridiculous eight cameras in a cinema <laughs> with a giant screen podcast um and then we're going to watch Vidyard's new documentary and we're going to attempt to do something like that ourselves in-house about one of our clients onboarding experiences i suppose is that fair to say yeah it's a good description yeah and what we'll do is in the set in the next episode of this make this a two-parter We'll look at the flip side of what we've just said about getting video out, out the door and the benefits of that. Then there's a use case for the bigger, more polished production. And we'll look at why that works and how it works and how you can do it in your business. So, yeah, different scenarios, different benefits. But at the end of the day, it's all video content, it's all audio content, and it's all worth getting out the door. Um, so I think our overall message from this is don't overthink it. Get the videos out. S start somewhere just like we did. And then six months down the line, you'll be sitting in a cinema. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get views sat on your desktop. So uh, yeah, they don't get any views when they're sat in your head. There, that's, that's the one. Okie doke. So we're going to go and watch that now. We'll be back with the second part where we dissect the documentary and the case for doing big budget video. But there, hopefully, if you take one thing from this show, it is get the podcasts in a rhythm and out the door. They don't need to be elaborate and the views will pay off, as John's, uh, as John's pointed out. So... Check out our other podcasts, InMind After Hours, InMind Influencers. This one's video first. You've got all sorts, SEOs on screen, Bill Al projects, SEO. There's also any topic that uh, can help you as yeah, a marketer. All the, all the links will be down in this, the description. Check them out. They're all on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Or just search for Digital 22 online. And check out all our videos on our video hub and our YouTube channel. See you next time. Thanks for that, Paul. That was enjoyable. Bye, everyone.